The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Welcome again, everyone, to Conversations with Carlton, a production of the Texas Economic Development Council. Uh, today we have with us Claude Johnson. Uh, Claude Johnson is uh, really a legend in Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development circles in our great state. And it's a wonderful opportunity for us to not only get to know Clo, uh, but to talk about uh, her career uh, in economic development in Texas. Uh, so with that in mind, let's get started. Welcome, Clo. <laughs> Hello, Carlton. I'm so very honored to be your guest. Hello, podcast listeners. <laughs> um, Chloe, you've had this uh, wonderful career as an economic developer, uh, as a community developer, as the founder of Johnson & Associates, uh, a uh, headhunting firm that has done uh, a, a tremendous amount of work throughout the state of Texas and, of course, uh, beyond our borders around the U.S. as well. Um, Tell us about how you got into, uh, I know you started as a chamber exec, but how you got into the chamber world, and then of course later into uh, the economic development uh, world as well. Oh my goodness, I hope I don't bore you, but for me it has been the most exciting journey of my life. I, um, I grew up in Plano, and my Uncle Dow was president of the First National Bank. And many, many, many years ago, they started the Chamber of Commerce in Plano, and he was their first uh, chairman of the board. Then I wanted to get, I wanted to follow in the family line, so I became the first female president of the Plano Women's Division back in 1970. And I had fabulous mentors. I'm not sure anyone now would know, but like Abby Halliday, how, what an impact she had on Texas with her program, Beautify Texas, and Miss Ruthie Jackson from Grand Prairie. Those two ladies, oh, I get goosebumps thinking about how they were wonderful mentors. Um, from there, I, I took a job. Oh, this was really fun for me, but it was not Chamber. Collins Radio Company moved into Richardson and hired me. Well, they decided to start a new company. I was Alpha Corporation's first employee. Then they started hiring my, boy, my bosses. And I worked for Dr. Manzer, who headed up the research development. Now, back then, I would not have been able to share this with you, but my security clearance was crypto top secret. And if you don't know the level, so it's really high. And every single document had to come in or pass out through my office because all we did was work with the Johnson Space Center. So it was really an exciting time. But I knew after having been in the chamber in Plano as a volunteer that I really, really, really wanted to be chambers. Well, there were not women at that time. This is 72. There were not women in chamber management. I found a little country town in East Texas. It was Quitman in Wood County, and they were able to take a chance with a female. So I became the very first 
uh, their CEO for the very first time. Now, listen, in Wood County, that was big news. We were interviewed by the local newspaper and the radio station, and and it was it was fabulous. Okay, now, okay, this is my all right. And I want to tell you something, but you have to understand it was 1972. I was a lady, and my entire board was directors. And there were some programs that really needed to start to be successful. And I worked with this board over and over, and we were not accomplishing anything. They didn't seem to understand how important. So my mother had grown up in that area, and she said, why don't you have a little tea with their mothers? Well, I did. <laughs> Called a little. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, but I, it was necessary. So I called a little meeting with all the mothers, and they came in, and I went over the program and what we needed to do and why, and how I needed their sons to participate, what it would accomplish. Well, the board said, okay. You convinced us. We'll do everything you said, but do not call our mothers again. <laughs> so, Goodness. Okay. So you couldn't do that nowadays, but then it, it was it was necessary. That was such a wonderful, hardworking board of directors, and man, did we accomplish a lot. And I started accomplishing a lot. I got to start my U.S. Chamber of Com uh, Commerce Institute courses. And back then, oh, man, we had it the best. First classes were at SMU. How much fun. Then the next year, they were at TCU. And as they continued, but my favorite, favorite was with American Airlines. And poor us, we were the guinea pigs for the executive chefs. And they fixed all our meals. Talk about eating high on the hog. It was fabulous. <laughs> In 1975, when I was attending Institute, I was notified to come to Waxahachie, Texas, uh, to be interviewed with the Waxahachie Chamber of Commerce. Okay, I'm sorry, but back then, women did not do this. So they did not want to take a chance. So if you will view, as so many uh, gas companies have lobbies, when it closed, every director, man, every committee chairman, man, 34 men sat in a horseshoe ring. They interviewed me for three hours. Carlton, I got the job. <laughs> and so I was, again, the very first female in that town. And then I started my basic uh, industrial development course, which it was called then. And I don't know if anyone remembers, but my dean was big old Oscar Castillian was the dean. Now, that was an experience that I will never forget. And, um, and, that, and uh, yes. in, in those days, uh, you, you spent a week at Texas A&M, oh, yeah. as I recall. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, later when I became one of the instructors, we would do two classes, two uh, two classes the same week. The instructors, I was an instructor, would do two classes. We would finish one and then walk to the next one. And at, we said after the first time we did it, no, no, no. <laughs> we after one hour of speaking to the class one and then go to class two, it was not the same. So we learned our lesson. But now in Waxahachie, 
okay, I've had all men directors, and we were a typical chamber of commerce in EDC. We needed to earn money, and they came up with this fabulous, they thought, idea to have the Cow Creek Cabrito cook-off. And as a cook-off, of course, we needed a Dolly Parton look-alike competition, right? <laughs> <laughs> And then it, uh, we got to go even further. Dolly happened to be performing in Dallas. And that sweet, beautiful, fabulous lady. A private interview in, in her, her quarters. And she met with Miss Waxahachie and the mayor and uh, all of us on our staff, including the lady that cleans our office. Oh, Carlton, she was as fabulous to the cleaning lady as she was to the mayor. And her, that complexion, ladies, that complexion was real. Peaches and cream. Oh, what a gorgeous lady. So needless to say, I am a Dolly Parton fan and will be for the rest of my life. Now, <laughs> 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 uh, um, of course, for a competition, you have to have judges. And who on earth would I have as judges? Oh, yeah, why don't we have everyone that brings prospects to us? Why don't we have our allies and our mentors that bring the prospects to be the judges when we, we choose a Dolly Parton lookalike winner? <laughs> so uh, the great Steel of Texas, Bob Steele. Now, some of you may remember he was really well-connected banker and he provided so many fabulous things uh in my world that that i treasure 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 um since, okay let me finish though because it the story doesn't end there um we we chose a winner she did look more like dolly than dolly she was a school teacher from richardson texas now what the hatchet is known as the gingerbread tent a town and we have those little gingerbread pens so like every chamber, all you chamber people will know, we had to have an auction. And they decided to auction off the right to pin the gingerbread pin on the winner of the Dolly Parton Lookalike Competition. Okay, Carlton, this one's one for you. How much do you think it sold for? How much did we get for that one item to just the honor to pin the pin on the winner of the Dolly Parton Lookalike Competition? Gosh, I have no idea, Chloe. Would you believe $8,000? <laughs> <laughs> and we made national headlines everywhere, but the money really did help. Um, we were so very successful. That board, oh, what hardworking directors. We were so very successful, uh, but that's when the light bulb went off in my brain. As much as I love chamber work, I knew I wanted to sell the state of Texas. I wanted more economic development. I wanted it bigger and better. And just at that time, you know how prayers are answered. Miss Ruthie Jackson, again, one of my mentors from when I was in Plano, she and some directors drove to Waxahachie. And they said, you know, we want you to come. And I said, I want to be an economic developer. And they said, well, if you will come to Grand Perry and do for us what has happened in Waxahachie, we'll do your training. And so, um, yeah, yeah, I was able to go to Grand Prairie. 
They started me in EDI in Oklahoma, Economic Development Institute, and I got to do uh, the very first. Well, at the time, um, Great Prairie had the largest industrial park in, in the state of Texas, and we were very successful. Okay, this was a good part. <laughs> something I never dreamed I'd get to do. We received, back that time, it was called State Industry Award. So, Errol Fossiel from Grand Prairie has this wonderful helicopter that is for executives. It hosts 14 people uh, in, in the helicopter. I got to ride in the helicopter with the others to Austin, where the governor opened the mansion. He and his wife, I served us lunch and we received the award. So got all that pictures, all these pictures in my office. That was good. Have you ever had lunch in the mansion with a with a, one of the governor's carpets? <laughs> oh, Carson, um, did I lose you? <laughs> yeah, no, yes, I have with Governor Perry one time. Oh, it was a great yes. experience. Yes. Oh yeah. Makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? <laughs> well, so Tell us, tell us how you went went from that to working at the the old Texas Economic Development Commission and your your uh, that part of your career. Well, that's what kicked it off. I was so lucky. I got a call in Grand Prairie from, and it was TIC, Texas uh, Industrial Commission, at that time, which is we all know as the governor's office now. And it said, come on down. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's where I got my education. Back then, Texas was not divided with different consultants. The entire state of Texas was, was, was there. You know, I, was, I had the whole state to do. But for the first time ever, I was not the first female. Stephanie Coleman, one of your past chairman of the board, she was the first lady. And she opened all the doors. It was fabulous to be able to go somewhere. And the doors had already all been opened. So, Stephanie, I will always, always appreciate the help that you gave me. Um, I, I was not sure how this was going to work. This is a big step for me. So, instead of moving, I mean, buying a home or anything, I wanted to make sure I was doing the right thing. I brought my travel trailer down and camped it on Cal Lake and Pecan Grove. Talk about the good life. <laughs> that's great. That I, I didn't know that. That is a that's wonderful. So so you lived there in Pecan Grove um, for a I, while. Pecan Grove, yes, and right at the back in in the most beautiful place, but. The good bad news was I completed my education at the University of Oklahoma with EDI, but this time it was at my own expense. The state did not pay for it. But you know, when you graduate, you do a thesis. And this was tough for me, but it still to this day influences all that I do. Okay, I don't want to get emotional. I'm not. Okay, so I decided to interview the leader, the, the chairman of the board, and the different communities, their economic development boards, I decided to interview those leaders. And every single one, not, I, everyone, said, it is the hardest thing I've ever done to chair this committee, but it's definitely the most rewarding. And, and so just, just sharing their stories 
motivated me so much that, okay, this is really, really important. I've got to learn, use these tricks of the trade that they've come up with and share them. So, you know me, I was great. And I said, okay, I'm going for it. So I went to the head of the agency and I said, I learned so many tricks of the trade that when I take a prospect into a town, sometimes the community's not prepared and they're not ready and they do the wrong things. I want to train them. So he said, go for it. So I started TIP. I called it Texas Industrial Planning Seminar. And community leaders started coming in and I started training them. Okay, I want to share with you one particular training session. I know it's long, but I've, I've just got to tell you this because it was, it'll always be my favorite. You all are aware of Buda. And um, back then, <laughs> uh, uh, the Buda mayor, a Pete Stone, got me to come in and meet with their reps. And they put together a team. And they're the typical people on the team, you know, the mayor and the utility people and, and everything. Um, Carlton, I must have been a little too rough because I had said, now, when the prospect comes in, if you're not in your seat prepared and ready, do not come into this meeting room. And so we're there in, in Buda and we see the prospect driving the drive, then lo and behold, the local uh, utility rep uh, drives in faster, parks quicker, gets out of the car and starts running in. And Carlton, I can see he has his entire head wrapped in white bandages. He says, I was in the hospital. I was afraid I might not make it. <laughs> I explained to him later, well, you know, being in the hospital is a good excuse. He did not have to be there. They went through the presentation and they actually located the company. Um, and it, it was it was such a beautiful time to be in, in Buda and working with with that team. But it didn't end there. Then um, you all heard of Southwest Airlines magazine. Well, that's then they still did the little magazine. Would you believe we made the cover? And it read, Bigger Isn't Better in Buda, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, tell us, um, tell us about um, what was the impetus behind you creating um, Johnson and Associates, which has been a player uh, on the economic development and community development scene in Texas for over 30 years. Tell us, tell us uh, why you did that at that time and talk a little bit about uh, your experiences being the founder um, of, of that company. Well, in 1982, I became the Texas first and only female CID. It was called Certified Industrial Developer, which is now known as a Certified Economic Developer. I was the only female for five years, and boy, did I start mentoring others. But I have to tell you, uh, people from TEDC were my mentors. One of your past uh, chairman of the board, uh, Frank Burkhead, I know we've lost him, but he would set me down at uh, U.S. Chamber of Institute and suggest steps that I need to take. Do you know, to this day, I follow his steps, especially those about the contacts. 
My database now is over 10,000. Your great seller, Texas, again, one of your chairmen of the board, um, he brought prospects. And um, and I got to, oh, listen, you know Roger Staubach. You heard that name. When Roger decided to start bringing companies in, his very first time uh, we were there, uh, Bob and, and, and I went in and met with him. But Roger's parents, oh, how adorable they were. They were so nervous. So I stayed and tried to calm them down. And Roger was really nervous, did a great job, led in that company. And so another Thing that I will remember forever. Oh, and one of your recent chairman, Ray Covey, he and I were, would travel together uh, when I was with the state. Um, but with CEDC being there with them, I, I guess my favorite director was Olin Humphreys. I'm not sure if you ever met him, but um, I got to be the first female on your board. <laughs> and, and, um, so, you know, back then the directors would go to different communities in Texas for their directors meeting. And my very first meeting was going to be in Houston, Texas. I flew down, I walked into the meeting, and the doorman stopped me. He said, ma'am, this is a men's only club. And I said, I'm on that board. I'm going in. <laughs> that was the last time they had a meeting since the men's only club. <laughs> good, good for you, club. Good, good for you. <laughs> Um, with my company, Steve and Follow, I have to say thank you, Steve. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Steve and Follow is someone that uh, with Jay and I, I had placed, and then years later, he um, came on board and um, was an associate. And thanks to him, JNA is international. I mean, we've worked in Sweden, we've worked in the Galapagos Island in Ecuador. I can tell you all about the turtles. I even have the T-shirt with staff on the corner from the Darwin Research Center. Uh, but 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 one of my IEDC mentors was Mark Waterhouse. Um, and, and and here again, it's not point you know but who you know okay you probably don't know this but I'm addicted to dancing so one of my dance friends said you gotta meet Mark Waterhouse Mark evidently dances as well and that started my economic development relationship with Mark um, back in TEDC in the 80s you know it was mostly men, but then a few ladies broke it. And but now, gosh, I look at, and it's probably evenly represented by men and women. Um, and and if you remember back in 1999, J and A were the lucky firm that did a national search that brought you as the president CEO of TDC. <laughs> For which I am forever grateful, Chloe. Thank you so much. <laughs> And it was, it was a wonderful experience, um, and uh, it it really was uh, it gave me the opportunity to get to know you at the time. And like I said, it, it that was a life changing event for me. Yeah, and then for me as well. Um, another highlight for me was BIDC. That was then basic industrial development. The big O. Resisted change in industrial and economic development for years and years and years. Technically, right. one of the last to go. <laughs> and I was so uh, so honored to be able to be an instructor at TEDC. Um, 
they're just outstanding leaders in community economic development. But now, Carlin, I get to look uh, to participate in IEDC. Well, I was CEID then, but CEDC certification, and to be there when they passed their test, um, and and it was it was important. Um, I've been a member of NCDC for like 36 years. A fabulous mentor was Jean Stenson. And another highlight was when they asked me to be the very first speaker for their young professionals organization. This gave me an opportunity. Okay, as, as, as an executive recruiter, I do not tell or groom or prepare those applying for the job. But this, they were not a search. And I could tell them what to do and what not to do. And um, I want you to know, our country is in great shape with these young leaders. Oh my goodness, they are so, so, so smart. Um, so I, I thank Jeff Finkel uh, for that opportunity. He too has been such a great mentor. And in 1986, you're right, um, got to start um, Johnson & Associates. And it was because, this is, it might be a little unusual, a very supportive hubby who referred to me as Tugger said, if you don't go for it, you're going to regret it. So not only he, but all of the allies, oh, we had so many allies then, the state really does not have the same assistance we had then. Would you believe they came to this home, my home, sat around the round table, or either called in on a conference call, and they all said, okay, we're here for you. This is bipartisan state. This is what I need. You put a program together. I'll invite the stakeholders. I'll even pay for their meal. You make your presentation, and then you're on your own. <laughs> and so now J&A has worked not only in Texas, but 10 additional states, and we're even working international doing executive searches. So um, we've come a long way, baby, huh? <laughs> well, you, you, have, you have been a pioneer um, in specializing in searches for chambers and economic development organizations, and you've been responsible for uh, bringing in a lot of good folks in a lot of great places in our state. And we are grateful for the work that you've done with JNA. Uh, you know, when I attend to EDC's conference, which is soon, I'll be there next week, I can look around the room. I, I usually sit at, the, at the, the front of the room, and I, but I look around the room as I'm walking up to the front of the row, and I, oh, Yes, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. There are so many that I've been there, and I feel like I'm a part of their team where they, the many things that they've accomplished. Yes, oh gosh, 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 gosh. But, you know, without the help of all the mentors, one of the first communities that came in for training was Carthage, Panola County. I don't know if you know Tommy Ritter-Smith, and she uh, also grew the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame, and I was there when Willie Nelson was inducted. Uh, but that, that community came as one of the first ones to come in for the training. And so, no, without the mentors everywhere. I mean, Ken Wood and his wife were there. Oh, Sherry, oh, 
I, I've got to tell you, I know we're running late, but I've got to tell you about Sherry Keyshock, who's now Arnold. Uh, Sherry was with the Beaumont Power Company, and she was always helping me out. And so when I started my own company, she came in with a, a, a speaker, and then when we did one in East Texas, in Nacogdoches, where Ken Wood lived, uh, Sherry just had a baby, so his wife did the babysitting for us while, while we did the deal. And then the next seminar, Sherry was going to be there, and somebody came up and she couldn't. And I said, can you video it? Will you send it to us? So she tried to video it in her house, and the, it just was not uh, good lighting. So she went outside in the bright sun, and she's standing there, and she's doing a great job. And then you see a bee come darting around, and she ducks. And then the bee comes the other way, and she knocks it away. And that bee fought her the entire presentation. But after every seminar was over, we did the writing sheet. Sherry comes out on top as being the best speaker, bee or no bee. <laughs> that, that is good. Chloe, um, question, you know, related to, you have seen all these um, incredible changes in our world. Um, over the over the years and of course you've been involved with tedc um going back to when it was tidc of course um what what would you like to see and where do you, where would you like uh for the tedc to go uh in the future given all of your historical perspective um what 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 do you see uh, looking down the road for uh, our great organization I think you're already doing it, Carlton, because it's heavy when you have all of the pros there with all of their years of experience. And then all of these new youngsters are coming in. And, and you know, you see that not one person turns them down. They all share the tricks of the trade that have worked for them. So you continue to grow. You're the, of course, you're Texas. You're big. <laughs> you're a huge organization, and you're there for for anyone that needs them. And you personally, just if you will share how many calls you get from every direction in the state, from people asking your advice, which way do I go? Who do I contact? It's your network that has made such a difference for so many communities. And uh, I thank you for that because uh, you share, Amy shares, all of you, the entire staff, you're such a great staff. And, and I think you're doing it. Uh, just, just continue. <laughs> well, uh, we couldn't be in the position we're, we're currently in without folks like you, Chloe. Uh, you truly are a legend in our business. Uh, we're blessed uh, to have you as part of TEDC, and the state is blessed to have had you uh, had all of the impact that you've had, uh, not only at the community level, uh, in your own work, at the state level, and then, of course, uh, with over 30 years of your impact, uh, bringing, um, you know, really uh, first-class professionals uh, to the communities of the state uh we are uh we're thrilled to have you um we're probably going to need to draw this uh interview to a close but let me say that chloe we um 
we probably need to do another one of these where we can get into uh, a, a, a lot of the uh, the other. I, I know you mentioned some past chairs that, like Frank Burkhead, who I, I was fortunate enough to to get to know and who was a very um, uh, influential person in my early days at the TEDC nearly 20 years ago. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I am grateful to have gotten to know Frank um, and uh, as well. So, Chloe, uh, thank you so much for your time today. And let's just uh, let's just make a plan that uh, we do this again in the very near future. Well, I will see you at the conference in Fort Worth. And as usual, you plan the conference to share my birthday. And on that birthday, I turn not 79. I'm just going to be 50, but not 79. <laughs> Carlton, don't forget, JNA is Texas' first community economic development firm. And our associates look forward to the opportunity to anyone in providing unique services to meet your community or organization needs. Thank you, everyone. See you at TEDC in Fort Worth. Thank you again, Chloe. See you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.